I'm ready to rumble. Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. Keep changing up the intro music on you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, kind of made me want to be in a hammock on the beach. But, you know. Oh, it's that peaceful? Yeah, it's pretty relaxing. <laughs> well, you are listening to New Release, a TV and movie podcast where we watch something new each week and then decide if we want more. This week, we are watching our first movie since we started the new format, right? Yep. Yeah. And it's a movie that's part of a series, so we'll definitely be able to answer the main question. But before we get to that, um, we need to give some updates now that we have a history built up of new new release episodes. We have a lot of TV to keep up with <laughs> on a <laughs> yeah. weekly basis. Last week, we watched... Um, we talked about... like. Two episodes of Black Mirror. Joan is awful, and um, oh gosh, what was the other one? Lock. Oh, Lock Henry. Yeah, yeah, Lock Henry. (laughs) Yeah. So Joan is awful. We both liked. It's kind of the quintessential Black Mirror technophobia episode. But there were some other really intriguing premises premises that we wanted to explore with the rest of the Black Mirror season. Um, you did not watch the Beyond the Sea Josh Hartnett Aaron Paul episode, did you? No, not yet. But I really, it's a really good cast, so I feel like I need to watch it. Definitely the best one of the season. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Dang, by far my okay. favorite. Now that I've seen all, but okay. the one you didn't like, Mazzy Star. So I can say it's yeah. you're gonna like it more than that since you didn't like that one. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I liked it. Um. Uh, I don't I don't know. Like it has a re- it's set in nineteen sixty nine, so it has kind of a retro futurism cool. um aesthetic. And the performances are great. The story isn't like the twist isn't the most shocking twist ever, but just the way it all plays out is really dark cool. and disturbing and um just kind of like the best possible tone for for Black Mirror in my in my opinion. Um, not, Is it like Star yeah. Trek in the Sea? I don't know. Really, like, are they on a voyage or no? It's oh, just okay. bouncing back and forth between like Earth and a space um, ship. The premise is basically that you can have a machine replica of yourself that is back on earth while you're doing like a four year an extended um, mission so that you can still be with your family as unless you need to, but you can only be in one place consciously at, at a time. So if I leave my body in space to go back home and I get like an urgent alert that something needs to be done in space, then I have to go, you know, to my pod and, and, and um, transport my consciousness back to space. Very black mirror. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that that one that one's really good. Um this week we watched um we both watched Demon 79 which yeah. was kind of billed as like a true um supernatural horror episode of of Black Mirror. I kept hearing like this season's way more horror focused and dark than other seasons. So I was really excited and then 
you you start up this episode and it's got like the exorcist like gothic like font mm-hmm. and a different like title sequence and i was so excited and then <laughs> this was the biggest letdown um that i can remember for black for black mirror i mean it, they have plenty of mediocre episodes yeah. but because of the horror um tone that i was expecting and then the start to the episode where for the first 5 seconds i was all in yeah, um, man, I, I I can't believe how disappointed I was in this one. Even so, is that because you went into it thinking it was like a super horror movie, like yeah. show? And then, and it was but like did comedy. you so overall? Did you not like it then at all? Uh, I wouldn't say at all, but it was like a goofy kind of like yeah. fantasy rom com. Almost, kind of was like a remind me of what we do in the shadows. That kind yeah. of like fun, like there's gore, but it's funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't dislike those um those shows. There's a show on Amazon like Good Omens. There's oh, like yeah, these, you know, gaming type like supernatural um comedic um like comedic fantasies. Mm-hmm. And that's just so yeah, one, that's not what I was expecting, but two, I didn't really care that much about <laughs> the the characters or the the story mm-hmm. either though like the just the her banter with the demon character um was fine yeah. but i don't know i, I was I, just we, totally thrown off i guess yeah same and i thought i mean i thought it was funny so when it finished i was like okay but i thought i was gonna go to bed being like oh shit that was so scary and so when i watched the first yeah and everyone's selling it like it's this big horror episode and i was like well there's horror in it kind of but like yeah there's no technology like the other... in it, so maybe no. it's <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, like it's different than Black Mirror in that sense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more horror fantasy than than techno um, futurism. But yeah. it's. I mean, I even thought yeah. I thought Lock Henry was scarier. Yeah, exactly. So, like had actual like tension. Yeah. So there's yeah. no tension here. No, which is kind of funny. And I mean, I liked their pairing. I liked the demon, but you know, it's not. I yeah, really like that Rasputin song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, that oh, yeah, she God. like the demon starts briefly as like an actual monster looking um, creature. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into like something that she would find appealing, which is like this music video that was that was popular. Yep. It's kind of like disco soul um, funk video. Um and so one uh, yeah so their rapport is is fine and the kills that she fantasizes about are kind of cool yeah they're great um and then the way it plays out it's it's sort of um a detective story at the same time like the cops are on her trail and then um let's just spoil it with the spoiler warnings for it um if we want to talk about the twist at the end uh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I guess. I mean, basically, she gets arrested, and at midnight, if she doesn't get her third kill, the world's supposed to end um, pretty abruptly. And it hits midnight, and then nothing happens. And you're like, "Well, shit!" I guess she imagined everything. Yeah. Um, and then, like ten seconds later, all, all hell breaks loose, essentially. And then the demon comes and gets her, and was like, "Hey, do you just want to spend eternity, eternal damnation, or whatever, with me?" But like, you'll be by yourself. And she, yeah, oblivion, and she's like, okay, <laughs> and they walk yeah. out together as it's as the world's ending. So you know, it was kind of a yeah, kind of romantic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she was, um, 
being harassed by her coworker at work. It's an Indian woman in um, mm-hmm. like London in the late seventies. And she works yeah. at like a pretty high end or, you know, um, a, a retail position where she's just treated poorly. And and so she has every reason to be frustrated and kind of want to lash out. And it's sort of fun to see her get revenge on some of the people that have wronged her or like this horrible um, conservative uh, politician yeah. that's inspired by a lot of real life figures, I'm sure, um, in, <laughs> uh-huh. in our politics and in um, uh, UK politics. But yeah, just the whole kind of like twist that she was probably crazy the whole time. And, mm-hmm. and the obvious thing would just be that that it, there wasn't an apocalypse because now we're just in a world where the the whole world can end because someone doesn't carry out this this kind of crazy <laughs> task because yeah. they found a um a domino chip in, yep. in uh, <laughs> basement it's just like uh, it was i guess good that she was right i mean it, yeah. make, it makes you feel better about her character because she didn't kill these people in vain although she did because she didn't succeed Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the world still ends, even though she was was carrying. You know, it was good that she tried to carry out the mission. Yeah, so, and I, I kept know. thinking that the demon was gonna like unveil fake things about the people, like being like, "Oh, this is what's happening in real life. That's why you should kill them." But it's like that's actually not happening, and so she's killing all these innocent people. Is what I thought was gonna happen. Right. But yeah, there were kind of rules. Like she had to kill people that were gonna not going to kill someone later or we're going to kill she had to kill innocent people or bad people she had to kill innocent people or people that haven't murdered someone yet right like if they murder someone in the future it's okay to kill them but if it already killed someone like that one guy who strangled his wife he didn't count so yeah you're still working for the demons so like they didn't want her to kill like the politician because he was going to kill like have like mass genocide so yeah he would have brought up a- Upon the societal apocalypse, basically, yeah, uh, on his on own. His own. <laughs> and so, yeah, the demons were bad, and they wanted to keep around. It, it just got so convoluted with yeah. whose motives were pure and whose motives were like. Have you seen the movie Promising Young Woman with Carrie yeah. Mulligan? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I thought basically it sets it up for her to be kind of like to put on the the, um, the leather jacket and to lure uh-huh. bad guys um, out with her and then kill people that are that are doing horrible things uh, mm-hmm. but that wasn't even the case she accidentally she kills the first guy who's just like a family man um well he's molesting his daughter oh okay i missed that <laughs> yeah so he's been like molesting his eight-year-old daughter since she was five and then eventually she kills herself because of it so oh he was like a bad the, person okay so the guy walking the dog needed to go yeah so the guy walking the dog was bad but then the guy that was the murderer's brother was it was innocent yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, so it had all the shades of a lot of interesting potential stories, but yeah. the tone didn't work for me. Maybe just to mismatch expectations there. And um, yeah, overall, it was a let let down. But Beyond yeah. the Sea is the highlight of the of okay. the season. I think. Sweet. Yeah. I um I did watch Platonic again. Oh, you've dipped back in. I did, but so where are you at? I think I'm on when they 
I'm on like five or six where she meets his girlfriend and she hires her to be a babysitter. Okay. Yeah. Now I think you're ahead of me because I'm going to do it and. But then One I had to stop. Batch. I'm done watching. Um, oh. Will's just so bad. Like I can't. Oh. He's not redeeming. I keep thinking like he's something's gonna happen. Or I'm like, oh, like I like he's fine, but he's such an asshole. Like I can't. It's frustrating to watch. So I'm done. I like don't even think I'm gonna finish the episode. I was like, he's a dick. I can't do this anymore. Okay. Well, um, challenge accepted. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's the. I mean, it's supposed to be kind of like a fun show to hang out with the characters. And if you don't want to hang out with the characters no. anymore, it's, it's not so well, frustrating. It's the plot isn't doesn't warrant kind of like those emotional stakes where you necessarily want to go on like a, yeah. a, a unpleasant ride with the people. So no, I want it to be yeah. fun and like like neighbors is fun. Like I enjoyed those movies. And I like Rose Byrne and I like Seth Rogen, but I hate his character so much that I can't watch the show anymore. So, Interesting. Let me know what you well, think. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely July 12th, uh, if I recall, was going to be like the the series finale date. So mm-hmm. I was going to wait and catch up then. But maybe I'll maybe I'll start sooner just in case I can. And that means I might be able to end sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me know. <laughs> And, I, and I'm curious if they had any intention or plans of going beyond uh, a single season, but it sounds like you're you're out regardless. Yeah, he's just not likable. Yeah, so and that's tough. Um, speaking of not likable, sometimes it can be you know an interesting the choice weekend. for yeah <laughs> a famous person to play, especially like a Seth Rogen type. He almost yeah. his charisma basically comes through no matter how unlikable he tries to make a character um, until mm-hmm. now, maybe. But yep. <laughs> for the weekend, they're all pretty much playing um, horrible characters from from the start. And I, I think the show finally turned a corner in a good way for me after episode four last night where he's just kind of he's pathetic and um it it does reflect poorly on all the people that he's like all the wounded people that he's caught up in his his like um mind control web of manipulation and you know you get more details about his his past and um it seems like Jocelyn finally <laughs> might be catching on to the fact that that he's he's horrible yeah. and not just horrible but just kind of like a loser mm-hmm. um which is apparent to the audience from the start and it doesn't really make much sense. Like that's the fatal flaw of, of, of the show. Everyone plays the characters so seriously that Mm -hmm. that can be funny. But if you don't (laughs) buy into the basic concept of like, you know, him being a cult leader, then then it's, it's hard to stick with it. Is but, he a question? Is he like helping her make her music better at all? That's presumably yes. They're um um the one of her managers, uh the black woman, like you get to see more scenes with her where she gives like really useful uh notes. And it's also really clear that um the weekend has um accumulated really good musicians in the past like the people that he brings to her house are okay. almost certainly better musicians than jocelyn and like the the, <laughs> the the man her manager recognizes it immediately she's like genuinely like praising how incredible um he is at finding talent i guess my um, my assumption is that 
they want Jocelyn more for her her resources and status than her talent. And so it's really hard to tell. Like there's this producer, Mike Dean, who um mm-hmm. stars in the ep- or who um is featured in this last episode. He's been he's like 60 years old and he's been producing music like hip hop musicians since the late 80s and 90s and okay. and worked with basically everyone. And he just like rolls up in his um his Ferrari or whatever and is like smoking a blunt while holding a bong <laughs> with another <laughs> another okay. joint behind his ear and it's like a cloud of smoke. Like he's making fun of his persona, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then and then they're like making fun of the weekend while also taking the production sort of seriously. It's it's really unclear. I I can't answer your question because it's unclear okay. if Jocelyn is ever making any good music. But other people are okay. in the show. Um, huh. Okay. Other people are talented for sure, and the weekend is maybe talented at finding really um, traumatized, damaged Talent. people that are talent <laughs> that that are talented, and then manipulating them to get oh great, you know, what he wants. Okay. So hmm. there's still I, I'm entertained like like week to week, um, and it's kind of fun having one episode of it to watch per week. So it's, it's working for me in that, in that respect, but um, I'm not going to force it on anyone. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm still out. So yeah. <laughs> enjoy the rest of the show. Um, There was another uh, really exciting new release this week that we're going to, they were originally going to talk about what we're going to save it for next week. Have you watched any yeah. of the bear season two yet? No, I have not. Okay, cool. I'm rewatching I've watched half one. of it. <laughs> 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 when I knew that would happen if I started it, so I'm rewatching season one. I'm like halfway through, um, and then I'm gonna watch season two when I finish season one again, which will cool. be. I mean, I'll finish it this week. So, yeah, I kind of wanted to do that, um, but I I didn't rewatch season one on Thursday last Thursday when the season two came out. I I watched half of it, and my plan was gonna be to save the other half, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. to basically <laughs> savor it over the course of two whole weeks. Um, <laughs> so by next week, I'll definitely, uh, when we record, um, our bear episode, I think mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll, I'll have finished season two, but yeah. I am. And I've, and I've been watching take season... a little break. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I have been watching season one with friend slash my husband, Isaac, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to finish season one and then we'll see about season two. He's like, it's pretty stressful. I was like, just you wait. <laughs> it's yeah, it's stressful and heavy, too. I was talking yeah. to um, our friend Logan about it and he was like, I put on season. I assumed he would just like watch all of season two in, in one sitting. Um, yeah. But he put on the first episode and he was like, man, yeah, this is a stressful show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And it's just emotionally like it's a show kind of about them coping with uh, a very traumatic um, loss mm-hmm. in their in their family and their orbit, and that just looms over the entire series. Um, yeah. But I, all that aside, like season two is incredible so far. Good. As, okay. As yeah, well, I'm excited. So. <sighs> okay. So yeah, cool. we'll talk about the bear season two next week. Those are pretty much all of our up. Dates, Ashley. Um, what is on tap for us to discuss this week? Um, you can set well, it up, and then I'll play the trailer. I guess. Okay. Well, this movie finally came out on Max after I saw it yep. in theaters about a month and a half ago. <laughs> I feel like, um, and it is the goriest movie I've seen in a very long time about zombies and 
um, opening the realm to some type of zombie underworld, and it's pretty demonic. So okay. we are watching that, or we watched that movie. What's it called? <laughs> well, I didn't know if you wanted me to like spoil it for say in the trailer, but Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> okay. This trailer probably doesn't say anything. It's a trailer for the trailer reveal. You don't look so good, Mom. Okay, so (laughs) Evil Dead Rise, finally, yeah, after about 61 days from theatrical release. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to um, its uh, free availability if you subscribe to Max. So that's cool. I watched it day one. I'm super excited as we've been talking about for for weeks. Um, But yeah, Ashley, what... What is the synopsis or what context do you want to give for Evil Dead Rise? Oh, man. Um, uh, basically, this family lives in a uh, rundown apartment building that's about to be condemned or is going through being condemned. And um, there's like a break in the wall. I don't I, I saw this so long ago now. I feel like it's been a while. But um, anyway, the boy sees something in the basement and he goes down there and he discovers this book, although there's like crosses hanging all over the ceiling, like very much like don't touch this stuff. And of course he does. And he brings the book back up to his apartment where he lives with his two siblings and his mom. And he starts reading from it. And then there's like these um, records they starts playing and then it turns to this crazy shit. And then he like releases some type of zombie demon thing. You keep saying zombies, but basically Kinda. it's demonic possession. Okay. I was like zombie, de- but isn't evil dead? Okay, Evil Dead is, I guess, is demons. Well, the the Ish. the only the only people that are are monsters are like exist living humans. They yeah. get possessed. Like nobody okay. comes up from. Well, that's true. Like, like a sound effect comes up <laughs> from from the ground, like, and you mm-hmm. hear like moving through the air. I mean, I'm not trying to be. Oh uh, no, no, no! I'm not trying to correct you. I just mean because they look like zombies, but yeah. they're they're demons. possessed humans, like. They're their family members, which is all the yeah. more disturbing. In the original yeah. Evil Dead, it's like the girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, and various characters um, at at different points. And basically, most of the family at some point gets yeah. possessed, or half the family. Um, so they have to either kill or fight off, you know, their own yeah. family members, which <laughs> which is traumatic. Yeah, and I have to say. The beginning of the movie was the scariest part, and then it wasn't really scary for me. Like when she's reading from the book at the because there's also a there's also a um a prelude or a um um a scene before Mm -hmm. they even get to the the main family. Is that what you're like the scene? Yeah, that's the the scariest part of the whole thing. I think. Yeah. Oh, when she's reading Wuthering Heights and the the possessed girl like is saying what she's about to say. Yeah, Yeah, it's that's terrifying. Anytime there's someone turning like their back turned to you, that's like something's going on with them and they you don't know what they look like, that freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> so Yeah. So that was like one of the more like slow, tense horror moments. Is that what you mean? And then it yeah. turned more into like a bloody slasher horror mm-hmm. versus like like slow build up to like any the kind slow of slow tension. Yeah. I like that kind of horror the best. Cause then I get really scared. But the, this was just like straight up, just so much gore. Like yeah. nauseating gore. <laughs> <laughs> um, no complaints there um, for me. I mean, 
it's uh yeah they they change one of the things that we'll talk kind of maybe about our relationship with the evil dead franchise overall but Mm -hmm. one of the big things they do differently here is they move from a cabin they start in the the pre the the it's actually a um i don't know why I, i can't think of the the word i'm looking for but the scene before the movie starts takes place a day later so then mm-hmm. they flash back a day to the events at this um, this condemned apartment building. But anyway, the point is they're taking it out of the wood the wood setting and putting it into an apartment building, which evokes like some horror movies I like, like um, Demons Two is um, set the first one set in a movie theater and then the second one set in like a high rise apartment poltergeist two maybe as well mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah but it's cool because it's like a pretty it's almost the equivalent of being in a, in a cabin in the woods of course they lose cell service there's an earthquake which is is the earthquake unrelated no it's related it's related because it's just their building that loses power yeah um so they lose they lose power they lose connection with the outside world and you know they're being terrorized by the mm-hmm. their family members basically and i love a good hall- hallway shot a good like peekaboo mm. through like the and do you see what's going on on the outside i love that uh yeah well what do you see out of that people that oh you remember just total chaos <laughs> <laughs> basically their mom is possessed and she her makeup like i have to say like makeup and cgi is like fucking amazing like it's she looks so terrifying um and she's trying to get back to the apartment building to like kill her whole family which is fucked up and they won't let her in and so while that's happening she's killing every single person that she runs into in the building including children they're not off limits in this yep (laughs) um the scene where she throws the kid and had his arms ripped off and then he hits the wall i was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no, they're not holding back in this movie um, whatsoever. So everyone can die um, brutally. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty intense. Did you eat during this movie? No, I didn't eat any eyeballs and spit them into another character's mouth to to choke them. (laughs) That's, that's, that's one of the things that happens. Like, cleverly, you're looking out of a peephole while she bites someone's eye out and spits it into the other dude's mouth. They're just trying to like have a nice um, nightmare on Elm Street movie marathon mm, over yeah. there, um, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> but then the power goes out. Yeah, and then so there's like an old dude um, who has a shotgun, maybe, mm-hmm. and there's like a handful of other characters that are in the building. Crucially, the person who's going to be leaving for the cabin the next day doesn't show up until. Yeah. The next morning, so she was just like asleep or something. Yeah, during she didn't this leave. Yeah, yeah. Weird, but um, so she basically brings the demon from the apartment building out to the the cabin trip that we see at the beginning. But yeah, I I thought just the family. I think what's crucial for movies like this is that you well to make it not just like a a fun slasher to make it an actual like good slasher. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of know enough about the family members and their dynamic to care a little bit more. Yep. And I don't, I don't know. Did you, did you like care about the the family? Um, her and her sister and that whole dynamic. And I cared about like the little kid. Cause there's like, wait, is there three? So there's three siblings, right? There's yeah, like there's the daughter, the... the son and another daughter that's younger. 
there's the daughter yeah. who's into like creepy like decapitating baby dolls and attaching oh yeah i liked her <laughs> she creates stephanie which is great oh yeah amazing <laughs> the brother yeah. is the, the dj oh that's right yep and i like their mom because she was like this cool artsy like hip mom and there's art all like their apartment was awesome um so i actually yeah really like the mom and then yeah i kind of started to like her sister and then her sister found out she was pregnant and that one scene when she was like potentially getting the baby ripped out of her was really hard to watch yep but um yeah i mean i like the family i think they did a good job i hate when you watch a horror movie and they immediately go into killing everyone you're like well i don't care if they die but i didn't care so that's good (laughs) yeah i mean best of both worlds is creative kills where you're entertained by the kills but also there's some stakes there Mm -hmm. and absentee father figure so it's like the mother just kind of in this completely chaotic um household yeah. but also like seemingly raising really creative and inspired kids like with mm-hmm. a lot of freedom and and agency on their own but um so just doing her best but like yeah it looks like it's a total movie kind of cliche that this could actually be a, a probably a functioning household but yeah it has like a really lovely chaotic energy mm-hmm. to it that you're describing yeah. she's a tattoo artist maybe mm-hmm. i think so yeah yeah so she's like dyeing her hair she had a tattoo like, gun yeah yeah um they have the coolest bathtub bath like the bathroom's <laughs> huge yeah <laughs> um i i would like to see some floor plans but um <laughs> also the movie because it's set in this one location and they're doing something with the lenses not just the peephole but it's very mm-hmm. claustrophobic yeah, I don't know if you yeah. felt that. Yeah, I did. It's really it's yeah, it's dark. Really tight. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously the power goes out. It's not like overly lit or overly stylized from a lighting perspective. It's just you definitely feel trapped with yeah. the with, with the with demon the family. family. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I mean I wrote down some of the kill highlights. Any any kills that you want to shout out? Or um, from, not just kills because they don't always die. A lot of times right. it's just gore because <laughs> they're already dead. <laughs> I mean, the hardest one to watch was when the daughter is swallowing the glass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I don't know. And Describe so I made. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and I also like really like the images in the book of like all the different demons. Like the, oh, yeah. art, the drawings are so cool. Yeah, it's um, called the Necronomicon, I think. Oh, Necronomicon. Um, yeah, so one of the kids becomes possessed because she gets, oh, she gets sliced in the face and then somehow that turns into like her being coming a demon. Anyway, um, there's a scene where she's like crouching in the kitchen and she's just trying to like, oh, okay. And she's <laughs> trying to eat, uh, it's like a wine glass and it's going, you can see the glass just going down her throat and poking out of her yep. throat it's because she's trying to keep like the monster at bay or something like to keep it from coming out of her mouth because it's like this whole octopus thing (laughs) it's it's really hard to watch it's really really gross (laughs) i mean just yeah just when you think you've seen it all like we've probably seen any number of throat slashings stabbings decapitations but this the the crucial thing is the glass is doesn't fully break the skin you Mm -mm. see the point yeah, she gets so close coming out of her throat, and she's also Ugh. talking to the um, pregnant sister, and she's like, mm-hmm. "You know something about having uh, things in your stomach," and just yeah, like, it's like 
So they they do a good job of yeah. bringing those like like making the demons really um um vicious towards the mm-hmm. other like the mother says horrible things about the kids like that they're holding her back oh, in yeah. life. And so it's just in addition to seeing your your loved ones um look horrible, they also yeah. act like like you know, like the girl and and the exorcist basically. Um Yep. So. I didn't care for like the demon voices very much. Yeah, that's kind, kind of took a me out of trope. it. Yeah, I just wish sometimes when horror, like horror movies would do this, they would just have like their normal voice, and you wouldn't be able to differentiate between a demon and the human, which I think would be scarier. But y- yeah, I mean that's that's that would definitely be an interesting technique. Um, so there was that one. I'm trying to look at my list here. One of the ones that you you mentioned for, or you mentioned that opening scene with the 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 book. Basically, yeah. her friend pops up <laughs> and grabs her by the hair and rips her scalp off. Yeah. yeah. And then she's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, she doesn't die from it. She goes out to the dock. Yeah. Um, and then the guy who's a douche and flying mm-hmm. like a drone, you know, he's going to get killed by the, the drone oh, or yeah. Yeah, decapitated. So he gets decapitated and then the friend who's possessed like levitates out of the water and that's when you see people dead rise Mm -hmm. um, on the screen Um, there's several moments where they like float in the air if you're doing um, drinking rules for the movie characters (laughs) floating or rising is a good is a good one Mm -hmm. inspired by the (laughs) inspired by the title Um, Staphany of course Chekhov's um, uh, demon doll um, weapon is you know that's gonna factor in so she has to kill she basically stabs her sister this is the younger sister stabs Mm -hmm. her her older sister in the throat with staphany right yeah throat or through the mouth like something i don't remember yeah the head area yeah um and they wrap her in a tarp which stuff like that really scares me because i was like she's gonna come back yeah oh yeah of course (laughs) um yeah obviously the characters make some dumb decisions like they always do in horror movies like the the brother jumping down in that hole and and digging up all this stuff and then playing the records and then <laughs> summoning yeah, the he demons. Went, he really went, uh, yeah, but, a lot in order to. <laughs> but not demons. fully dismembering their family members and just tying them up is relatable. Like, yeah, yeah. The only way to stop them that we learn is to fully dismember them. We'll talk about the variants, and then you're um, not even stopping them. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's pretty they're pretty much relentless uh yeah what's your how what how much do you recall and how much have you watched the other movies in this franchise so i've watched the i've watched them but it's been it was in college and i don't really remember them very well okay so i remember being in the cabin i remember the makeup and stuff being really interesting and just like different like this because obviously no cgi um yeah i remember really liking bruce campbell I watched the time traveling one where he's like in an army evil is yep. it army of darkness or something. Um, so I watched the first two, but that's it. If there's more, I don't know. Yeah. So what, what some of the originals are known for it's Sam Raimi directed these and, and he used like these really kinetic camera techniques to like have the, the camera, like moving through the air and like just moving a ton and like spinning around on things. And then, so the cinematography in, in um, the original movies is is really notable. And then, of course, Bruce Campbell's 
kind of campy charisma is mm, yeah, like is a signature camera. for the movies which the first two movies are you know cabin in the woods uh horror mm-hmm. movies with a little bit of campiness and then the third one is straight up like um monty python level yeah campiness <laughs> okay. with little bruce campbell's attacking big bruce campbell or normal sized bruce <laughs> campbell and he grows two heads at one point i watched it recently because okay. i couldn't remember if i had even seen it were the other but ones not campy? I guess I just don't. They were. I, okay. But not. This one's like like of, of adventure fantasy type mm. campy movie, whereas the originals were still more horror campy. Um, okay. And then there's a show. Have you watched Ash versus the Evil Dead? I have not. Um, I haven't seen I any did, of that. No, I haven't watched that. I did watch that the Evil Dead. I guess it's like a remake that came yeah. out in 2013. I watched that in theaters a long time ago. And I remember being like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I that one was basically yeah, it was a remake of the original two more or less mm-hmm. and had a lot of the same signature moments um the girl getting raped by a tree basically yeah. which they sort of called back to in this in the elevator scene they, mm-hmm. the woman gets um like strung up by elevator cords um so but I can't remember if that new movie I remember being impressed by the the gore and liking it but I don't think i don't remember it being campy really or funny no i don't think it was very funny so i mean yeah. bruce campbell is sort of a singular figure mm-hmm. in in that regard where he could be um it's basically what like roddy roddy piper is going for and they live like this this like <laughs> action hero um that is is like has the charisma of a wrestler yeah <laughs> um and then, uh, so I mean, this is this movie here isn't really, you know, going trying to be that either. It's not really trying to be no. funny or campy. Um, no, just which, very gory. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you notice the Bruce Campbell cameos? No, <laughs> it's it, it's not your fault. Um, okay, I was I kept, like, oh. I kept seeing him listed in the cast, but I wasn't sure if that was even accurate, just like on Google. But then, so then I Googled it and um, he's the voice of one of the priests, maybe the priest on the records when they're playing that. And, you know, I didn't listen back to it, but supposedly that's like pretty obvious because he has a very distinct voice. Mm -hmm. And then he, when someone's like getting their eyeball or maybe something else chewed he was chewing an apple so he did that sound effect <laughs> for the director oh, okay so we don't actually see him i see <laughs> yeah yeah no there's okay. there's no uh there's uh, i was yeah there aren't that many characters in the movie so i was right i was like how did i, sure miss, I didn't that? miss it yeah <laughs> gotcha um but yeah i mean i i think the first two movies are obviously worth revisiting um army of darkness didn't do it for me but i know that's like a type of a tone that a lot of people would appreciate and then i don't know if i'm ever going to watch the show but mm-hmm. um i guess we could go ahead and get to well no we'll save whether we want more um a little bit longer any uh, you want to talk about the end of the movie the final sequence um in the parking garage the shredder yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> Um, from what I remember, yeah. So the little girl, who the scene with all the blood in the elevator, I always think of like kids being traumatized. I was like, how do they not? Because that kid's old enough to remember that, and like she's just covered in blood, and it just seems like it'd be 
Well, they definitely do a straight up shining homage there. Yeah. Yeah, Where blood just spills out of the elevator. We should also mention too, what you mentioned earlier about the makeup and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, there's a lot of real um, practical blood and and guts and and gore here in some CGI, I'm sure, but way more um, practical effects. That's why it looks so good. Average movie. Exactly. Yeah. It looks so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, she probably is traumatized because she was literally, you know, covered covered in, in blood and then spit out the elevator in blood, like yeah. born into his <laughs> blood. Um, okay. And then that reminded me of Dexter when he was like playing in blood when he was a mm. little kid, those throwbacks. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> um, so the little girl escapes with her with the oh, with this with the sister. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Yes, they were gonna make it out of the garage, they have the key, like they're ready. And then everyone's chasing them because everyone's now a demon in the building and they're all following after them. <clears throat> well, they've turned into like a, oh, a giant spider demon monster, which is in which is teased in the yeah. book when they're flipping through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot what the giant. Yeah. Spider demon monster thing with the head of like their mom. So yeah. and the, really, just everyone's limbs like. Yeah. Really fucking weird. Um, and so that's like chasing after them. And then they finally, like, the garage is, like, doors starting to close. One gets out and the other one doesn't. So, like, well, you have to come back. Like, the little girl comes back for her, her mom's sister. And I guess that's her aunt. It comes back for her aunt. And, oh, gosh. And then they put, I don't even know what kind of shredder. Is it just, like, a tree shredder? Like, what's the, like, why does that exist? Like, what is that? Yeah, cool. it's, like, it's got bigger, thicker gear teeth than like a yeah. tree shredder i mean maybe it's an industrial thing that has something to do with the um since they're tearing down the building it's okay. meant for like pipes or something <laughs> yeah because i was thinking of, like tucker and dale versus evil and that's like the scene that happens similarly yeah. um but they basically push that whole monster creature into the shredder and there's just blood spewing out everywhere um for oh it seems like two minutes i don't know yep. <laughs> it's just like constant stream of blood and so you're like yes they finally make it out um and so they drive away yep. and you're like yay the monster's dead everything's great they'd killed the ultimate thing creature and then you see this girl who i guess woke up from a really heavy nap and she's like oh shit there's stuff going on in the basement of this garage oh there's like blood over here that's weird mm-hmm and then she gets in her car and then well she's she gets immediately possessed i guess i thought she got in her car and then like the wind blew or whatever sure like they did in the elevator well i thought she was going over to check it out like she would have called the cops or something and then i think the demon basically takes over and she convinces her friend to go on the trip maybe that was before she noticed that was before because she's like talking on the phone or something yeah, and then she's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then she's like, "Oh, I need to get out of here." And then she gets possessed, and then she takes that to the cabin, which was the first scene of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I knew they didn't forget that setup <laughs> for the yeah. for the movie, but I was kind of wondering how long they were going to wait to to tie that up. But and I thought that most of it was going to take place in the cabin, based sure. on the trailer. So. And that's clever marketing. Like this is a yeah. movie that basically, you know, established the template for Cabin in the Woods type mm-hmm. horror movie. So to take it out of that setting is is smart. Yeah. Um, and you know, makes it feel feel original. One thing to mention about the shredder scene is 
they start to shove the creature in and their blood is gushing out of the back for like <laughs> five seconds and then they cut yeah. away and i was like oh that's all they're gonna show but no then they show like <laughs> the head is still <clears throat> like you know sticking out and then yeah. They, yeah then they show it again for like 30 more seconds so. yeah it's a long time of just blood just constant flow of oh, blood yeah um because they don't shy away from gore, like we've mentioned a thousand times. It's just like I think it's probably the goriest movie I've seen. I don't know the last time I've seen like that violent of gore. Like it's just like the extreme. Yeah, just buckets of blood type yeah, just so splatter. Much blood. I mean, there's other like campier movies like um um Toxic Avenger and and stuff yeah. that, that we've watched that have like I don't know, like cheesier um gore for for one scene or one moment but this is just yeah continuous pretty much and it's like horror kill bill <laughs> yeah yeah i mean do you are you entertained by that it got to a point where i was like kind of <laughs> nauseous because and i made homemade cookies so i really wanted my friends because they came over and i was like oh we can like eat and like hang out and like no one wanted any food which makes sense <laughs> yeah um, yeah you warned me not to eat yeah and i kind of need with the with these kind of movies, I need more of a story a little bit. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I like the history. Like if it's be, if it's the first of a trilogy or whatever it's going to turn into, um, I just want more a little more history. So maybe the second one will get into that, or we'll just go straight to the cabin, and then I don't know. But the, uh, yeah, I, I there's so many different like styles of horror movies that I enjoy. Like you were describing earlier, like the slow burn, like yeah, tense, like, like even like The Conjuring or something, mm-hmm. which aren't my favorite but they're way more scary like i'm way more like tense when i'm watching them these and then there's like the the type of gore that's that's like really cheesy and over the top and unrealistic and you could lump that into the that this this into that category but not necessarily because the blood and and stuff looks almost real it's just there's an unrealistic amount of it so it could (laughs) actually make you sick whereas Mm -hmm. you know like an 80s slasher movie none of it looks close enough to to really make you like have that it's quick too yeah typically it's it's a lot quicker whatever yeah it's more about like the setup for the kill Mm -hmm. is going to be like you know the the um curling iron shoved up someone's hoo-ha in sleep yeah or whatnot Um, (laughs) or whatnot um, yeah i just prefer i don't i mean i like gore and i like horror movies but i just want like suspense more mm-hmm. suspense like slow drawn suspense like even barbarian which turned into be kind of turned out to be kind of campy that was really intense for the first 30 minutes so i was like i don't totally. know what's gonna happen you kind of get both styles in mm-hmm. in one in that you but it's only like a sequence of yeah of gore this is almost like gore action you know like horror <laughs> mm-hmm. action gore um so i I I wasn't like physically ill or or anything by it because it's like just there's just so much you almost get desensitized to it <laughs> whether that's a good or bad thing yeah um but I I totally agree like there's no scarier movie for me than the descent um that's like that's like my favorite yeah yeah and that has like a little bit of gore and and turns into a monster movie um I also watched Alien recently. Mm-hmm. And that's just straight like suspense building until, you know, I mean, the the creature is is insanely yeah. disturbing looking and, and and little xenomorphs bursting out of people's chest is is gory. But those moments yeah. are very sporadic. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I don't know what my ultimate preference is, but um, uh, this is just a long-winded way of saying that I found that the gore entertaining in this, yeah. not troublesome, but totally mm-hmm. get it. Everyone has a different <laughs> line <laughs> um, that that uh, is comfortable or not. So, mm-hmm. okay. So let's answer the question: Do we want more Evil want more? Dead stuff? Um. So when I first watched this movie a while ago, I was like, I don't know if I need this in my life. Like, I'm not sure. But the more <laughs> I talk about it, I'm like, the kills are really good. And I like the whole cabin setting. And since that's like the next place it's going, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I definitely want more. Like the the remake that you mentioned, this movie, mm-hmm. they've both been really good. Yeah. Um, just in terms of like... Um, the 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 gore and the kills and like just just kind of modern horror standards they're yeah. they're really good um like i said i haven't watched the series so i mean uh, i don't need a ton of just kind of like time spent with the uh the characters although bruce campbell's actually in that series so maybe that's fun oh he but, is oh that's yeah cool. yeah oh he's ash yeah is he the main character is like his son as far as I know, he's pretty much the main character in it, but oh, okay. I, might might be wrong. Um, so so yeah, I I I'll take a, one of these movies every couple years for yeah. for sure. Yeah, cabin here we come. Yeah, well, <laughs> do you actually think that they would set the next one in the cabin because they basically kill her friend and the dude, and then but there's multiple cabins out there. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I like that setting. I don't know. I mean. I guess we'll just have to see where the demon goes true um yeah when we were in 2003 we were building up to cabin fever for oh, the end yeah. of the oh. um, movie so we could we could we could dip back in to yeah. um speaking of creative gore there there's the some... razor scene where she's shaving his her legs and the skin starts peeling off uh, yeah and that's with Ryder Strong, my favorite yep. name of any actor <laughs> from Boy Meets World. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, we both want more, but you know, it's it's a little different with things like this versus talking about a TV show. We have yeah. plenty of time to um, <laughs> anticipate a new one. Uh, we don't have to watch another Evil Dead movie next week. Nope, sure don't. Um, okay, cool. So we both want more eventually at some point. Um, so each week when you watch a movie or a show, we take something from that show or movie and sell it in our gift shop. Um, right now we have a bikini and a vial from the idol, a charm necklace from platonic. Yep. <laughs> What's that show? <clears throat> and the new release tracker. What was that from? Black mirror, but. Oh yeah. We can change that probably. Sure. Something else at some point. I want to watch beyond the sea and then maybe we'll come up with a new one. Yeah. <clears throat> so what do we want to take from Evil Dead Rise? Um well there's the book of course. It's like yeah. built uh, bound from real flesh and we didn't even mention like they added teeth to it yeah. that are like <laughs> really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um not human teeth like long pointy saber tooth teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we could do some kind of version of the our own um Necronomicon. What about edible wine glass? That's like <laughs> even <candy>. better. <laughs> edible wine glass that'll stick out of your throat. 
Okay, that's too just edible wine glass it's made of sugar and whatever. But something like you glucose. can't yeah, you won't be able to swallow it easily. I don't okay, sure. <laughs> well, like maybe it should be a I was time say release. More like, like you'll choke I was say for more like it's a party it's a party trick. Like you'd be like, ah, I can eat this. Oh, and be like, no, don't okay. do it. You know, like a real candy treat. Not like it's gonna hurt you. Gotcha. <laughs> you want it to hurt you, fine. Should it also gush blood? I mean, I was just trying to make it not so gory. <laughs> ah, okay. What about when the girls like when that black viscous liquid is just pouring out of her nostrils? That didn't bother me. Oh, okay. Like at all. I, it, was, it bothered me because it was so black. Like it wasn't. Yeah. I know blood is usually redder in movies than real life, but mm-hmm. that like arterial blood that was just gushing out of her yeah. face was that just was okay. I, that was for some reason that didn't bother me at all. <laughs> okay, it was like mud. I, I, yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah. gross. Okay. Well, edible wine glass that won't bleed or get lodged in your throat or yeah, hurt you in any way. Just amuse your friends. Yep. Exactly. All right. Um, Did you watch Secret Invasion on Disney Plus? No, I did not. I will probably not ever watch that show. So Uh, you mentioned Platonic. Have you watched anything else new? No, we have the finale of 1883. <laughs> oh, yep. Speaking of new. Oh, um, oh. Speaking of really new, um, we're rewatching Gilmore Girls. So nice. I'm yeah. gonna rewatch Girls. Um, one, oh. one thing I did over the weekend um, was just revisit my top five TV shows of all time list. Okay. Um, and I want to make sure I want to rewatch Girls because I'm pretty sure that's is that on your top on five. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's number five, but. Uh, in the future, when we want to have a um, uh, a down week, we should mm-hmm. do that as an episode. Ooh, okay, I like that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, multiple shows with girls in the title potentially are, are <laughs> yeah, on just my list. All shows with girls in the title yeah. or movies. Girls trip. Yeah. Um, girls um, okay, just want to well, have fun with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, exactly. That's all I've got. Um, <laughs> there is still Sex in the City shows coming out. That's that's another new release that I think we're skipping. Yeah, we're definitely skipping. No thanks. Um, did you watch the trailer I sent you? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. There's some kind of show coming to Prime on July 7th called The Horror of Dolores Roach. Um, oh. It was maybe based on a podcast. Uh, it's a horror comedy. Um, oh. So it looks, it looks kind of good, actually. I don't know if we'll get to it because um, what do we have next week? The Bear. Yes, The Bear. We'll officially be back. We'll either have watched all of it or part of it or both um, <laughs> between us. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we're going to do a full episode on the bear next week. That'll be um, that'll be coming out on July 4th, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then we'll figure out we'll figure out where we want to go from there. But okay. but yeah, that's um, that's what's coming up. I guess we'll play the trailer again for that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> This is coming from a place of wanting to start fresh and clean. This is going to be a destination spot. We drafted a quick term sheet. We need more money. Will you turn that thing off, please? How's that not making you insane? I don't mind it. It's a facelift. It's not a gut. Bear, it is a facelift and a gut. Okay. I'm, so excited. So- I'm excited that you've already seen half of it and that you like it so much because I really yeah. hyped it up in my head, so... Yeah, and they released it all at once. So I think we're probably timing this out pretty well to where a lot of people will have binged it by the time mm-hmm. we release our episode. I don't think we have to worry about spoiling too much with the show in general. 
but yeah. it'll be cool because that gives people two full weeks to to watch as mm-hmm. much as they want and then we can talk about as much as we want and yeah that's it perfect sweet if you want to um, hear that discussion and everything else we're watching this summer, subscribe to the podcast by searching New Release Podcast. I don't know. Last time I searched just New Release on Spotify, <laughs> didn't That's come up. That's not going to work. Yeah. We have some competition. <laughs> um, search New Release Podcast in your podcast platform of choice, and you should find us. Um, look for the Blockbuster-inspired cover art. Ashley? That's a bloody wrap. There we go. All right. Thanks. 